God's law still matters. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends. Today we are moving on in Luke chapter 16, and we're sandwiched between two parables today. And we're in a very small section in Luke 16, 16 through 18. And these are some very interesting verses that connect the two parables uh, that Jesus teaches in this chapter. Um, He teaches today a a few things on um, his present perspective of the Mosaic Law in light of the inbreaking teaching about the kingdom of God. And um, so it's going to be kind of some interesting things to consider today. And I appreciate that you're taking time out of your day to come study with us. Uh, Before we jump into the Word, let's take some time together uh, in prayer before the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today, and we are grateful, Lord, that we are alive and well in you. And we thank you, Jesus, for your sustaining hand at work in our lives. We thank you, Lord, that you are the God of all provision. You provide uh, that which we need, but you provide it on the basis of that which will bring you the greatest glory. And we give you thanks, Lord God, that our lives, whether in seasons of blessing or whether in seasons of challenge, uh, by your sovereign hand, O God, have the capacity to bring you glory. How we stand in the face of challenges brings you glory as your strength is revealed in us and your sustaining power is revealed in us and how we bring you glory during times of abundant blessing also speaks to your um, amazing power at work in our lives. Uh, Two different witnesses during two different times of testimony in a person's life and yet the same God is glorified. Uh, regardless. And so we give you thanks, Lord God, that you get all the glory. Uh, do your name. And that's, uh, that's the best thing that our lives could be used for, is to bring glory to our King. Heavenly Father, as we prepare to study your word today, we do pray that you would send your spirit to teach us, that you might bring new insight and understanding to your word, uh, even when it is confusing uh, Uh, to us. And so we pray, Lord God, that you would open the door into understanding today as we study together. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, this is Luke chapter 16, verses 16 through 18. Jesus says, The law and the prophets were proclaimed until John. Since that time, the good news of the kingdom of God is being preached, and everyone is forcing their way into it. It is easier for heaven and earth to disappear than for the least stroke of a pen to drop out of the law. Anyone who divorces his wife and marries another woman commits adultery, and the man who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. These are some strong words, and they are a bit confusing. Um, So it's important that we unpack them slowly and carefully, Uh, so that we might glean the most insight possible as we study these words together today. Jesus begins by talking about the shift from the Old Covenant, based in the Mosaic Law, 
uh, in the Old Testament and the prophets, um, and the shift to the new covenant in Christ. Now, you have to realize we're in the period of Jesus' earthly life and ministry, and so the New Testament had not yet been penned. And so Jesus is, is beginning to acknowledge the shift from the Old Covenant and the Law and the Prophets and how they were proclaimed until the time of John the Baptist's ministry, which was right on the cusp of Jesus inaugurating his public ministry. And since Jesus' public ministry uh, began, he was proclaiming the kingdom of God, and he was welcoming sinners of all walks of life, Jew, Gentile, slave, free, it did not matter. The teaching about the kingdom that Jesus brought uh, was uh, teaching for all. <laughs> and so where the, the Jewish uh, religious covenant with God was an exclusive covenant between God and his special people, the Israelites, uh, Jesus is saying every nation, every person is forcing their way into uh, the new covenant. In other words, is, is uh, covered by this teaching. And so Jesus is teaching about the good news of the kingdom, and he's acknowledging the shift. But he makes an important acknowledgement in verse 17. And I think it's important for us to consider this. He says, It is easier for heaven and earth to disappear than for the least stroke of a pen to drop out of the law. Now, uh, some people take verse 16 to say that Jesus is abolishing the law. And... Um, that's not entirely true. What he says in 17 is that the law still applies. Now, if the law still applies and the law was sent as a teacher to reveal our sinfulness and the shortcomings of our human capacity for righteousness, then the law must still be fulfilled. And so if the law still applies and God's commands in the law are still good and, and uh, his statutes are still reliable, then if human beings fall short of carrying out the commands of the law, the demands of the law, then someone must fulfill them for us. And Jesus ultimately is that fulfillment. But he is not negating the law. He still says there's beauty in it. Uh, that You'll see heaven and earth. You'll see the stars in the sky. You'll see the earth itself fall away quicker than you'll see the least stroke of a pen to drop out of the law. In other words, heaven and earth will pass away before the law will stop applying. Now, th that is true theologically that the law applies. Uh, but lawless sinners who are incapable of carrying out the demands of the law need a Savior. <laughs> and that's the beauty of verse 16. Jesus is talking about the shift from the old covenant to the new covenant. Uh, the shift from law to grace. Jesus is the fulfillment of every command God establishes in the law, of every statute God establishes in the law. And you'll remember the psalmist in Psalm 119 spends page after page after page uh, heralding the beauty of the law, the beauty of the statutes and commands of God, that they're reliable, they're trustworthy, they're true, that we can find our home in them, that their teachings are wise and good and profitable. And so uh, none of that has changed. 
And if you love the Lord and you love his commands and you love his words because you're surrendered to him and grace has won you over, then your desire to obey um, is rich and your ability to obey is only accomplished because of the grace of God at work in your life through the redemption of Christ made available to us on the cross. And so the law still applies, but we're not the fulfillment of it. Jesus is. And if you are walking in grace, if you have received and encountered the mercy of God via the cross of Jesus Christ, and you've proclaimed him as Lord and Savior, then Jesus has fulfilled the law on your behalf, every command of the law. Now, it doesn't mean that we get to throw the baby out with the bathwater, and it doesn't mean that God's intentions for our lives is that we would obey, not that we would obey. Um, It certainly is that we would obey. But even our obedience now as people uh, under the the gospel of grace, uh, even our obedience is something that God's Holy Spirit accomplishes in us as he's uh, going to work on us, bringing transformation, a whole new attitude and outlook and a whole new desire to be godly. And um, it is Christ's fulfillment of the law that um, uh, establishes us as God's children. But Jesus says it still matters and it's still important. Now verse 18 could seem kind of harsh, and many of us, myself included, have experienced uh, the trauma of divorce and have been through that experience and for many reasons. And it's not ours to judge the reasons behind someone's divorce and the very difficult situations that led up to the decision for one to divorce. But Jesus establishes that the ideal uh, of uh, God's law as it relates to marriage is that a man and woman would fulfill their commitment to each other. And that if they divorce and remarry, um, Jesus says you're committing adultery. Now, Um, The application of that should be done carefully because God is the judge. And many of us who have been divorced have fallen in love again, and some have remarried. Some have remarried and re-divorced. And these are challenging things. And so we let God be the arbiter of judgment as it relates to uh, the shortcomings of uh, the human heart. But uh, since we are people of grace uh, and Jesus is the fulfillment, we trust that in his grace and mercy, uh, when marriages fail, uh, those fall under uh, the shed blood of Jesus, and we can be grateful for that. All right, my friends, thank you so much for taking some time to study with us today, and uh, we'll seek to apply and, and seek deeper understanding as we consider these words in our hearts, and we'll see you again tomorrow. God bless.